Hello there. It's him. Blast him. Roger, roger. We're doomed. What have we done? This is madness. I got a bad feeling about this. Our listeners could see. Yes. But then like, remember that one time when we used to video record and I used to make them into TikToks? That was really fun. Yeah, that was great. Why don't we do that anymore? Um, because we're too lazy to look presentable when we do this. 100%. I am literally in sweats and oh my gosh, you'll appreciate this. Huh. So I'm wearing, technically, is when they were the Cleveland Indians, but mm. they are the Cleveland Guardians now. When I lived there, I got a wild thing with the glasses on it t-shirt. Mm. And if you know, you know, from Major League. Mm. And the fact that they beat the Yankees last night, I was like, I'm going to be a bitch today because fuck the Yankees. Yeah, that was fun to <laughs> so watch. So I wore my uh, <laughs> Cleveland shirt, Cleveland that, baseball shirt. That was that was fun to watch. That was awesome. Uh, I was like, We're right. literally going to pause mid-episode for me to get my laundry from the laundromat. I... We are multitasking women. We're doing great today. We are oh my god! Okay, today. I put, we can't with that. I, yeah, I put yeah, the lights. Tried. I turned the lightsaber on. It has like a rainbow mode, and it is. Annoying. I'm glad that you also. I was like, it, it's, oh no, fuck anything. that. We tried to match the sky yeah. of this week's Andor episode, which we will get into shortly. Oh, my god, stunning. Um, this is why you do a slow burn. Before we get into, sorry. It. Okay, continue. This is going to be a little somber because we have had a week as a fandom of of millennials. Yes. First, it was Angela, mm-hmm. our beloved Mrs. Potts. Yep. And Mrs. Um, Mrs. Murder, she wrote. Thank you. And Mrs. What's it? Love it. Oh yes. Who makes people into pies? Yes. You know, like you do. Um. Beautiful, amazing woman. Long life. Ninety six years yeah. old. If I remember correctly. Uh-huh. The one that's a little more heartbreaking because not so long of a life. Yeah. Um, Robbie Coltrane, mm-hmm. who passed at yeah. nearly 70, 72? 72. 72. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, poor Hagrid is gone. I know. And was... the worst is that the reunion that they literally did mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of this year yeah. that premiered on January 1st. Yeah. His beautiful quote that I thought we wouldn't have to look back on for years to come. Mm-hmm. And ironically enough, we had to use it this year is when he said, 50 years from now, when the kids are still watching this and I will be long gone, mm-hmm. but Hagrid will always be there. And I'm oh. like tearing up saying it because it's like, baby, oh. uh, I can't. And like TikTok, I was just like sobbing the entire time because, of course, everyone was using that sound or yeah. using the one where it's. Hagrid would never be the same without, or Hogwarts would never be the same without you, Hagrid. And yeah. I was like, oh. yikes. So, oh, punching me in the feelings right it's now. It's fine. <laughs> we're fine. Mm. It's Sunday and we're just going to cry our feelings out yes. all day today. It's cool. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, RIP yeah. to our, our lovely, lovely man. Mm-hmm. Our gamekeeper. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so now that we're all good and sad. Sad. So sad. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. We're fine, guys. We're doing great. Yeah. Like, I don't think he, and I was even trying to think about it, because we've had some Harry Potter, Star Wars crossovers. Mm-hmm. That's happened a couple of times now. Yeah. So I was trying to think about it, but I don't think he ever made a Star Wars appearance. I don't 
don't believe so. Unless he was like heavily done up in prosthetics. Um, I do not think if you want to check his IMDb, but like I doing I it really, right? No, I really don't think he graced us quite yet. It does not look like we were lucky enough to get him in Star Wars. I didn't think so. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Nevertheless, we. Missed but, opportunity, for sure, in my opinion. Yes. Anyway. Oh, 100%. Other than that, any other news this week? Um, I went apple picking. Oh, Cassie I did some went, fall Cassie things. went apple picking. Yay. I, I saw six oh, uh, last I'm week, so which jealous. was wonderful. I finally, I mean, I get it now. I didn't really get into it, but, like, I get it now. I'm, I've been obsessed with the soundtrack, so, yeah. yeah it's um, amazing. Yeah, apparently there is a studio recording and then the live on opening night recording. Oh, and I did not know that. And I listened to the studio recording and I was like, mm, OK, fine. But I didn't understand the hype. And now listening, having seen it and then downloading the live on opening night, I'm like, oh, oh, now I get it. I wonder which one I've been listening to. I assumed it was a studio recording and I've always just like been a fan. Yeah. Um, I used to listen to it on my commute to my Hell's Kitchen office because it's like a 12-minute walk from yeah. the train and half the time I would pass by the theater. Yeah. So I would just like strut into work yeah. to don't lose your head. It was amazing. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like wondering, so I'm going to have to go look and see which one I've been listening to. But I do yeah. love that musical. That's a good one. Um, I need to go see it. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, I love the soundtrack. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. Yes. Um, I'm happy that I got to mark off one of my fall festivities that mm-hmm. I took the Metro North Two hours outside the city Can for? Can we call it a fall-stivity? Fall-stivity. I like okay, it. Cool. Yes, 100%. Yes. Um, It was very interesting and very fun. Mm. I will not name names because I didn't even ask. But, you know, it was one of those, like, adulting slash, wow, the 30s when you're living city life really are your 20s half the time. Yeah. Because the friend that I went with was very hungover, which, like... I was super understanding, which as Maggie yeah. can attest to, is like, Cassie, you better be understanding because Maggie's taken the Metro North with me when I've been very hungover yes. and thought I was going to be sick. Um, so I was just like, babe, do your thing. I live your text life. text your food order in. Text my food order in. <laughs> um, luckily, I got food for us, but she was in rough shape. Oh, so we no. were those city girls in Poughkeepsie, New York, um, taking little breaks <sighs> in between the orchard. If you will. Um, it's fine. Uh, there might have been a hint of greenery in the air. If you catch my drift, as it were. Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. We had a great time. <laughs> um, we had a great day. I love it. And I'm glad that she was able to feel a little bit better. But we did have a fantastic time. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, You could tell who was from the city and who wasn't. Because mm-hmm. there was, like, little pockets of groups of us trying to call Lyfts and Ubers. <laughs> Um, around like six o'clock to get back to the city. But we had to do that to get back to the Amtrak station in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. So we were like, um, oh can God. we call like a taxi service or Uber? And we ended up carpooling with someone else because there was like not enough. It was hilarious. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that I was able to do that. Yeah. Now I need to go to a pumpkin patch. I want to go to a pumpkin patch so bad and lay with the pumpkins and pick a pumpkin and do all the pumpkin things. Okay. That's what I want to do. Okay. I know. Let me live I, my life. Yep. Yep. Another falsivity. Another okay. falsivity. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, yeah, I can't. Um, do you have a hot topic? 
No, because I don't have one. What the fuck? You had one last week. I did. I've been you prepared did. the last couple of weeks. I know. I was like, I was so impressed and like, just that's. Mm. Oh, here's a hot take. Never. Oh, let me. Yeah, let me finish my thought because I couldn't think of it. Uh, thank God. Um, thank God. <laughs> um, my hot take is this might be this episode of Andor mm-hmm. might be the most beautiful special effects we've ever been given yes, in Star Wars. It is stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. Stunning. And my brother walked through. Yeah. At that point, and I was like, major spoilers are happening on the TV right now. He's like, don't tell me, don't tell me. I'm like, I'm not telling you, just don't look. Just go away. I'm just I'm like, cover your <laughs> eyes. Um, but it was, and then he immediately gets into the bathroom and I scream because something happened. I texted yeah. Maggie. We'll get to it in a second. Yeah. But I like, and he's like, what the fuck? But I was like, yo, this episode. Um, but yeah, so that's my hot take. This episode gave us like the most stunning yes. effects in Star Wars. It was beautiful. My hot take is this episode is like pretty much embodies why I love a slow burn. Mm. Because you're so like you get to know these characters and you get to fall in love with them. Yeah. And it makes that big climactic moment so much more. And this is the thing like. This is why I love shit like this because it's building and building and building and building and building until you finally reach that moment. And we're only mid season. Yeah, I was and trying then, to like, tell him because he ratchet, like that was season yeah. finale level material, right? Or or even like um, penultimate episode mm-hmm. level material. And I even told him walking through, I was like. Just a heads up because he's, I saw on our queue that he started episode one. Mm-hmm. So I let him know. I was like, just a heads up. I can't remember if it's episode four or five, but it's very slow and boring. I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. But this episode, the one immediately Makes after it, 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 pays off. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, just stick with it. Yeah. So I wanted to like give him that heads up because mm-hmm. he also has like ADHD and everything. So I'm like, you're probably going to be on yeah. your phone. Um, But this episode makes a, a payoff. Yeah. Like I, this yeah. is. This is top tier Star Wars for me. Like this is, this is Book of Boba Fett episode two level Star Wars for me. Like I absolutely adored this. I'm, you know what? Let's let's do our favorite part that we always do. That you guys just cannot wait for it, and then I'll get into it. Are we talking about? This is a great segue into an unpopular opinion I have with this episode. Wait. The ad? The ad, the guys. Ad. You know it's it. You time. love it. You've heard it a million times before, and we're just too lazy to change it. 100%. All right, boom. Go. We're back. So, um, that being said, mm-hmm. with your saying, like, this is, like, Star Wars here or whatever, yeah. um, I love, and we all love, the plot line mm-hmm. of Rogue One. Yes. Because it's that mission and heist as you will mm-hmm. is them stealing plans to the Death Star mm-hmm. to show a weakness in the Death Star. Yeah. So then Leia can get those plans to the Rebellion so the Rebellion can get the pilots that they need to get with this. <laughs> to shoot and destroy the Death Star, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're telling me the plot line of this series? I literally in the recap, he said it again, which I've heard you know, every week mm-hmm. and this week it like clicked or I was like, hold the phone and I texted Maggie immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're telling me the plot line of this whole series, the undertone is that you just want to, you just want to steal the payroll from the what? empire. I was like, what? Well, because okay, because Cass texted me. It's like, <laughs> why are they stealing the payroll? I was like, have we asked that yet? I'm asking but, right now. But okay, so there's 
there's the like practical reason to steal the payroll. You have to pay for a rebellion. You have to pay for ships. You have to have pay for food. Have they never heard of nonprofit organizations and volunteers? <laughs> you have to <laughs> feed people, Cassandra. Like, they may not be getting paid, but, like, you people need to eat. That's fair. That's fair. But also, this right here, what they're doing, this is the first, like, big attack against the Empire. So this, okay. this moment is showing people that the Empire is not as strong as, you know, people have, like, it's not okay. this in, in kind of infallible entity that, that can't be touched. Yeah. Is that a group of like how many of them? There's six or seven of them. Yeah, are able are able to steal six, seven including Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, like they're that like these very small group of people can steal eighty million credits from the empire. This is massive. Yeah, this is an embarrassment. Okay, to the that I like. That yeah. I like. I was which just is, like which thinking is about like, really it. Really hard to explain like, to you over text. I know. Also, I was just like in the middle of doing shit. Right. <laughs> and well, also you, I, I was half expecting you to be like, stop texting me and pay the fuck attention. But I was rewatching the episode too. True story. So I was like, like 10 minutes, each other. I was like 10 minutes behind you in the episode. But so this is like the first big thing. Cause we see at the end of the episode in Luthen's shop, the, that random guy being like, do you have anything from Aldani? It's yeah. made the news. Yeah. It's made it's made massive Everyone's news. Talking. This is an embarrass like this is yeah. embarrassing for the empire. So this is a big kind of like kickoff point because so far it's been small little things against the empire. Nothing really that people are going to pay attention to, but if it's on Coruscant mm-hmm. that someone is getting this news, a random dude in an antique shop that's why Luthen goes in the back and just starts laughing. Yeah, that was like an amazing moment. And the fact that the moment. episode, can we talk about the fact that the episode, especially Maggie and I were also texting, and like I was already having a rough morning. I kind of woke yeah. up in a bad mood, and I had like a terrible time at the pharmacy. Adulting mm-hmm. is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm watching this episode. My anxiety already isn't great. I'm yeah. drinking my anxiety bean juice. That obviously helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Maggie's like, yeah, this episode is like, so what did you say? This is a masterclass in building tension. Yes, that. And I was like, yeah, my anxiety's loving it. And literally the fact that his character, the last thing we see and hear in this episode is him sledding out a sigh. A breath. I was like, oh my God. I was like, fast. That that big, like, (laughs) cathartic moment. That's It's a small one person having a reaction to something, but it's literally that release everyone was right doing that end. side with him everyone was like Yo. and i absolutely love that i'm a big fan of when i'm and i don't know if this is something that a lot of people do but when i'm super anxious about things i have a tendency to watch horror movies yeah so Great i can, idea. so i basically can just channel all the anxiety into one thing and it's not my life it's what's happening on the screen oh don't hate that though yeah like that so actually that's really of, did make me feel better yeah it's like kind of like taking like, all that energy stress. out of yourself and putting it into something else. Yeah. So I really like doing that when I'm super anxious. Um, yeah. But this episode builds the tension so beautifully throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. There's so many wonderful little moments. We get the calm at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. yet again, with a morning, like, little coffee thing. And we get our little our little hipster homeboy. I, I his, his moments in this episode, like, I mean, it's like you knew it Let's was coming. Let's have a moment for him. 
like pour one out for Namek. Um, Love him. As soon as he said that line, as soon as he said, I'm right behind you, I immediately picked up my phone and texted Maggie. I was like, God damn it, he's dying in this episode, isn't he? I was like, he's dead. There were significantly less casualties than I thought there would be in this episode. I know. Which, I, which I'm not mad about. I um, thought we were losing our Indian goddess of a no, woman, too. Still, I thought we were losing her for a second, too. I'm really like, curious no. to see what's going to happen with her on, on that planet. Um, but I love the moment in the beginning, because a lot of Nemec's characters is is him dealing with the morality of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And him questioning this morality is, he's kind of almost becoming Because that's true. You guys are robbing a bank, essentially. He's, like he's, You guys just pulled but, off a bank heist. But he's essentially kind of becoming Cassian's conscience. Yeah. And especially at He's the end with, with him with him being given the manifesto. Yeah. But I love him talking about how he can't sleep and I look at you and you're just a you're like dead to the world. Like yeah. what the what the fuck? Like why can't I sleep? I kinda had the suspicion that we were gonna lose him when Cassian said you'll sleep when it's over. Aww. That was my first hand of that like, was yours. That was my first hand. Like, well, like oh, it. we're losing our baby boy. Uh, <laughs> the way they did it though was dirty. I, I was I, not expecting that, and I was pissed. That's when I screamed. That's when I literally shrieked. And I was like, oh my god! But see, like, I, I actually jumped. kind of weirdly enough liked that for what they're what they're kind of talking about within this mm. story is it's literally through. It's it's not that he's killed by any new fire. It's not by that. It's random. He's in the wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah. It's like not everything goes to plan. Like sometimes things just happen, and yeah. it fucking sucks. And it fucking sucks, man. But the way I they did it, I was like, yikes. The, I kind of like the way that they did that. It, it's so shocking and so, so shocking. Out of there, and like, but he's still there for a little bit afterwards. Yeah. But it was like almost like. This is, might be a little controversial to say because mm-hmm. obviously we did not get to know his character nearly as long as the one I'm about to say. But it was almost border, it was level with the shock factor of Han getting the saber through him. Mm. The way I shrieked at that death, even though we that was definitely more of a buildup and we all kind of saw it coming or thought something might happen I, or whatever. I would equate it more to... Um, and not necessarily character-wise or circumstance-wise. Shock value for me, it was more a lot, like a little less of a shock, but still as shocking as um, uh, Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones. The during with the fight with the mountain when he gets his fucking <gasps> oh, skull. That because shit. you think like we're getting out, yes. we're getting out, we're getting out. Oh yeah. my god, what? What just happened? Holy shit, that just happened. Yeah. So like that to me is more along the lines of that kind of shock value. Yeah. I and props to that actor too because that camera stayed on him. Uh, I mean, was... it made us watch his face when that thing hit him. And yeah. that too, I was like, yikes. I hated that. But going back earlier in the episode. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're jumping around a bit. We're sorry, jumping guys. around. We're we're in a, about two minutes, we're going to pause so I can go grab my laundry. <laughs> this is a shit show of a day. Um, <laughs> but going back earlier in the in the episode, uh, I, I love just the tension build up to the heist where we have our two groups that are separate. We have our, our, two, our two women. Um, our scuba diving mermaids. Yeah, our scuba diving <laughs> mermaids. But... That part of the episode, like, where they're waiting for the confirmation, mm. is it a go? Is it a go? Like, I love that she's fucking terrified. Yeah. 
like I love that we have that moment and that they stuck in that moment. Yeah. Because that is one of the most real things that we really don't see a lot of in Star Wars, of people really kind of coming to terms with what they're about to just do. Yeah. Like, I mean, this plan is up there with, like, our batshit crazy plans in Star Wars. And yeah. I love it. Like, so many yeah. things. It's so easy for this plan to go wrong. Mm-hmm. And it does go wrong. But it they does. still pull it off. They do. Like. All the yelling that's happening, too, yeah. in the midst of it. Even the old guy. Um. The main, the, the one with the family. The commandant. Yes. Yeah. He, him like yelling at them. They're yelling at him. She's like, everyone's yelling at everyone. I was yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> I did love that once we start, once we got into the heist with the commandant's family, everyone at, at gunpoint, we have the, 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 what is it? The colonel who's there mm. visiting. I mean, we see our rebels, our heroes mm-hmm. literally have a gun to a child's head. Oh yeah. That was rough. So, all right, we're going to pause here for a second. Cassie, don't forget what we're talking about. Maggie got attacked <laughs> by the curtain. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what, what is happening? Show. My chair was on the back of my uh, sound curtain, <sighs> like the curtain for my booth, and I took down part of the curtain. Like She this... almost single-handedly took down this entire sound booth. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we are having a day. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh my god! I just had to click, and I just see it all come down. And I was like, oh, "Are you okay?" <laughs> no. Uh, oh where were we? Now that I have my laundry, um, we were talking about uh, the episode. Uh, yes, uh, gun to a child's head. <laughs> yes, yes, hundred percent. So literally, our fucking heroes have a gun to a kid's head. Star Wars so- likes to do that, though. They love to torment the children, the youths, as it were. But I love that. Like this time, we're seeing. The good guys do that, and we mm. see the 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 colonel. Anakin was one of the good guys once upon a time, Maggie, and we saw him do it. I'm just oh saying. Like, am I wrong? No, but we're not talking about Anakin right now. But we like. I really like that we're kind of seeing. We're not seeing the good guys aren't always good, and the bad guys aren't always bad because we see this yeah. colonel. He's defending a child. Yeah, he may not be a good guy. But in this moment, he's kind of doing the right thing. Yeah. Like, that's why I really like that we haven't really introduced stormtroopers yet into this show. Mm. Because all the um, Imperials that we've seen so far, we see their faces. Mm. We see their humanity. And so we're, we're seeing that not necessarily everyone within the Empire is good. And in contrast in this episode with Skeen, we're also seeing not everyone in the Rebellion or not everyone within the Empire is bad. Yeah. And not everyone within the Rebellion is good. Yeah. That, like, You're right. people are peopling. People are peopling. And Humanity I really, is I, run I, amok. I, I do <laughs> really like that we're, we're seeing a lot of humanity in this show. And yeah. a lot of, I mean, that's what, that's what Rogue One did really well with, with Cassian's character. Yeah. Is that he's kind of in a gray area. Mm-hmm. Is that he's doing good things, but he's also, like, Doing them in kind of like a not good way. Yeah. I mean, but I agree with you 100%. You're so right. And I agree that that is also something I liked about this episode Mm -hmm. and the show that it's showing. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just like my favorite joke and t-shirt that I have. We have friends on that Death Star. Yeah. Um, You don't know. You don't know people's backstory in their lives. Um, it's complex. It's not everything is black and white. Exactly. At all. And then you have, um... I mean, you have, like I said, even last week's episode mm-hmm. that was not my favorite at all. Yeah. My favorite part, though, um, with our lovely lieutenant, colonel, captain uh, dude, 
who's for the rebellion but is still working for the Empire. Yeah, that guy. I don't know what that his rank guy. is. I think he's a lieutenant. I think so, too. Um, we're going to go with lieutenant. We're going to go with that. <laughs> he is, I mean, he said it best in this episode when he reminds us that he is stuck between a rock and a hard place yeah. and he is fighting them from the inside. When the guy says, you'll hang for this. Yeah. And he says... He says, I've been working for you for seven years. I deserve much worse. Yeah, what was it? I know you I, you texted that. I too. did text Seven it. years serving you, I deserve worse than that. Exactly. Seven years right. serving you, I deserve worse than that. And as soon as he said that, I was like, go off. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was like, good for you. He's like, I, I'm done. I'm done giving any. He. That's the definition. That yeah. moment and him saying that to me mm-hmm. is like the poster for zero fucks given. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, I'm out of fucks to give. Well, I don't I care. mean, everyone that we've really seen in that little like rebel cell really lost someone or lost something. Maybe not necessarily Skeen, um, but that's what drove them to be a part of this is, yeah. is loss and grief and Anger about anger. that loss. They're so done. Like, it's like you can, I mean, you get to a point of, it's basically, if I keep slapping you in the face and you tell me, please stop slapping me in the face and I don't stop, how long are you going to let me slap you oh, before you haul off and fucking punch me? Yeah. <laughs> Not very long, Maggie. Maybe Not don't test long, that there. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's pretty much the, the mindset of like, yeah. how much shit can you put on someone before they snap? Yeah. And you're like, all right, I'm fucking done. Done. You know what? And we're seeing him. And we're seeing this, like, I mean, we're seeing this in real life right now in Iraq. Oh my God. We absolutely are. So this show is kind of hitting like I mean, it's it's hitting a lot harder than I thought it would. Especially with reflecting on what's going on in the world around us. Never heard of her. What we're seeing in real life, and we're seeing people fed up and Mm -hmm. done and saying, I'm not gonna take it anymore. I don't care what you do to me. I'm so fucking sick of this bullshit. No, we ain't gonna take it. Sorry, I had to. So, I mean, it's... I don't want to say it's it's cool to see because it's absolutely not cool to see in real life, but it's it's really interesting to see the real-life juxtaposition of what we're seeing on screen. No, I know what you mean. By by you wanting to say it's cool to see in real life, you mean it's it's great to see people get their spark. Yeah, it's great to see people get that drive and fire under them that they're finally fighting back. Yes, stand up for yourself. And And that's also why I like it because, you know, we see him being a king and setting his boundaries. He's (laughs) setting boundaries, guys. Okay. He's like, listen, you can't do this anymore. You got to stop. We're setting boundaries. We love to see it. It's it's just so interesting to see, like, the height of it. Like, we're in the empire. Like, Mm-hmm. Empire at work, and even at the beginning, going back to Nemec and Cassian talking, and Nemec's whole manifesto is like contemplating the idea of using mercenaries in a rebellion and the mm-hmm. morality of it. Well, and Cassian kind of countering with, it doesn't really matter to them because they're not going to learn. No, they don't care. You are insignificant to them, so it doesn't matter what we do. Yeah one way or another is that they're going to do what they're going to do regardless. They're not going to pay attention to us and the tactics we're using because we are insignificant to them. That's the thing. And and, that, and that's and the downfall it's of them. them proving that to them over and over again. Yeah. It's not like they they tried to rise up and say, hey, maybe don't do that. Like you mm-hmm. said, 
it was one of those things where they kept doing over and over and they kept being like well this is fucking dumb and stupid and look at how much people you're oppressing please stop and they have it and now like we were just talking about they're at their breaking point Mm -hmm. and we see that and it's amazing yeah and we see we see we saw it in in kenobi with everyone just terrified and that heighten of like you can't say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. and we see kind of and that to me really fits in the um almost like ss like as like in nazi germany sort of thing like Mm. you can't speak out or like in russia with the kgb yeah and then we see this and we're seeing that breaking point of we can't fucking do this anymore yeah like i we're, we're done but then you go to coruscant at the end of the episode with Mon Mothma and and she's in the Senate and nobody fucking cares because they've all become complacent there Mm -hmm. because this system works for them. Yeah. So we're seeing the regular people being oppressed and put down and put down and put down. And then we see the people in power and their jobs, their lives have gotten easier. Like they don't have to worry about anything. They don't have to do anything. Nobody gives a shit about what Mon Mothma is saying. Yeah. Because... Why should they care? Why should they? Oh, it's yeah. yeah. And I, we, we see that complacency with her husband. Like, why should he care? Exactly. He's the definition of that. He is. He, yeah. So he is our representation of that in, in the representation of that in mm. these episodes. One hundred percent. And I it's also um, talking about further in the episode. It's one of those things where. Like we were just saying, humanity is running amok. Amok, <laughs> amok, amok. Um, I had to. Uh, a little hocus pocus reference for you. <laughs> Happy October. Um, and I still need to watch the new one. Oh my god, it's fun. I know, it's I really to, fun. I, it's I, definitely. I was talking I with a friend. Kyle worked on it. Like, oh my god. Yeah. One of my friends texted me yesterday. He was watching it, and he was like, "It's definitely not as horny as the first one." And I was like, "No, it's not." The first one really was. Yeah. Like, you go back and you watch it, and you're like, "God damn, that was a very sexual child children's movie." But anyway, yeah. like hundred percent need to watch it if you haven't watched it watch it at least if nothing else for our friend kyle who was head of casting in new york yes which phenomenal job i'm proud of him i still haven't watched it but i know he did a great job such a good (laughs) job um but anyway so uh we see toward the end of the episode also not all of our rebels are great not all of our rebels to the core are good people because we see what's this fucker that actor who i hyped up who is on yeah uh, the bear Um, yeah. And as soon as he started saying that, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what is happening? I was like, fuck this guy. I'm done. Before I could get those words out of my mouth, what happens? Zero hesitation. Zero hesitation. I love the fact that Cassian Andor is just ruthless. And he's and, not and that, that put up also, with bullshit. And that, I, I do really like that because it's different. Yeah. Well, it also shows us, yeah. it's showing us one of his, one of how he got to where he is in yeah. Rogue One. It's a visual showing of this is why he trusts no one. Yeah. Because someone who he fought alongside of in the rebellion turned out to be a piece of shit. And he was like, fuck you. I mean, within this show, this is his second big betrayal. Mm -hmm. So we had Tim betray him. Tim with two M's. Fuck you, Tim. Fuck you, Tim with two M's. Fuck you, Tim. You know what you did. (laughs) (laughs) And now we have Skeen and... But I do, I do find that so interesting because we, we, you know, have the escape through the eye, which is like no, Maggie the escape called it. through. I called it. I knew they were going to go through the anus. Um, <laughs> oh God! I God, I regret saying that. Um, I know. 
The most beautiful the thing we've ever seen in Star Wars. Prettiest though. butthole I've ever seen. Pre- oh my god, no! God, I hate myself. Prettiest I need to stop talking. We've ever seen. It was gorgeous. Um, I literally was like, I want to go to there. I want to see that. And it's like, oh, this isn't real. But I love, like, first off, that entire sequence. That was the escape through the asteroid field and the Kessel Run on crack. Yes, absolutely. It was incredible. But we, also, correct me if I'm wrong. Hmm. Sorry. Oh, no, quick side note. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But also with what happened to the TIE Fighters, Mm -hmm. is that the first time we've seen in Star Wars some equipment didn't hold up because of space? Uh, Because it couldn't hold up because of what was going on. Like gravity, the pull, the meteors, whatever. Not necessarily. Like we've never seen, like people can take their helmets off. They don't have to, we've never seen like a trouble with breathing. Not your typical space shit we see. Like, I mean, we saw we saw TIE fighters get hit by asteroids before. Yeah, I think, but it, that I think window they, cracked and nothing hit it. I, so I, I think the force fields of it all. Yeah, I think also no um, I'm not super well versed in Star Wars ships, so I don't know if this is still technically true. But I do remember there being a sort of thing. The reason that like TIE fighters are so maneuverable because they have less shielding. Mm. So I think that there is there is something to do with with shields okay. that are protecting them like they're more maneuverable okay. but they have less shields um cuz yeah like, when that happened it almost felt like like real. An, like an x-wing is a little bit sturdier than a tie fighter but a tie fighter can move really well yeah cuz like one um, of the things about star wars 2 that always was like well this is fiction mm-hmm. clearly cuz they've been in space the whole time and nobody gives a fuck about gravity um well until the whole carrie fisher thing um uh spaceships aren't cracking under certain pressures like we see and like um, Marvel with Iron Man like his equipment goes down when he gets too high up with the atmospheric pressure blah 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 we've never seen on like any of the planets in space nothing and what happened to this TIE fighter I was like huh that was weird I am gonna go with space science space science yes that space is science. my that is my but yeah I, it was just it kind of hit me in that I, moment I was like huh I do believe this right. is one of the first times we've actually seen TIE pilots get into a TIE fighter like oh. physically get in, I yeah. to the best of my yeah, knowledge. That's a good point. Um, I don't think we've seen that before. But first off, the just the tension in that escape, mm. the and with like Cassian when he's like in that chokehold and everything. Oh, the before fact they get he, out, yeah. The fact that he was the character being put in that position, I'm like, well, of all the characters in here, we know that he lives. Yeah. Like, but I'm still but it's like stressed. I'm, yeah. The fact like, that we we know this character survives this. Yeah. But I'm genuinely concerned for I him. Am very worried. That right is now, guys. that is well done. Oh, yeah. On on this productions. Yeah. Part, but. I mean, the whole thing with the med spike, I need numbers, like oh my gosh. building all of that up to the climb and dive. And that was yeah. so wonderfully done. Where the fuck was I going with this? Uh, I, <laughs> got, no I got so distracted. Sorry, um, we went a little sidetracked. Oh, but then we have that moment. We have Nemec, who's really fucking injured. He needs a, he needs a doctor or he'll, or he'll die. Yep. He gets a doctor and he dies. So, but like, you know, there's a chance that we could save him. And so we have Vel saying no. Like, we have her saying no, we need to go. Mm-hmm. That we have Skeen saying we need to get him to a doctor. Mm-hmm. And when I first watched it, it was like, Skeen gets it. Like, Skeen's got a more, like, I'm feeling this. And then realizing he wants to bring him to a doctor because it'll be easier for him to, to play his long con. To to get the money and steal the ship and abandon that. Like, 
you piece of shit. Scene. But I, I do yeah. love the fact that we have a character or we had a character like this who it's not necessarily that he's a bad guy. He is in his own rebellion. But he literally he's looking pulled out, a Darth Maul. But he's he is looking, looking out, for, out him. for him. Yeah. As soon as he said that, I was like, all right, Darth Maul. I was like, well, here's our Maul character. Yeah. Damn. But we do get to see through that that Cassian does have a moral compass. He like yeah. is, he cares about these people. And he's a man of his word. Yep. Even though he's like not. And always... he's like, we are not the same. Cause he yeah. can also try to tell him we're the same. We're from we're from Absolutely nothing. Absolutely not. Fuck these guys. Like, we have to look out for each other. Yeah. And he's like, No, I'm nothing like you. Fuck you. You're no, bye. No. Goodbye. Bye, bye bitch. We're, yeah. we're not doing this. Which good uh, for him. I was like, damn. Yeah. I God, I'm just like trying to think of like other things with this episode that were just if this episode was just so well done. I'm so, so well done. So happy with but this. The way this I is ended, why so the I love only, a slow burn. But the only thing I have to ask, because mm-hmm. I was just like, I was like, so much just happened. I was like texting you. Yeah. And we barely had time to mourn our mousy BFF, our yeah. little hipster OG. Um, <laughs> and then Cassian's coming in, pointing a gun to her, because now he doesn't trust anyone. So yeah. we see the trust issues forming. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, the, what am I a part of? Mm-hmm. Were you in on this with him? And then she's like, fuck you, bullshit, I call bluff. And he's like, okay, well, you're not in on it with him. But she gives him something and he leaves. She gives him Nemec's manifesto, the thing that he was writing. And that is going to... So the thing that Nemec was talking about that he's been writing his manifesto is thoughts on morality and all that. So Nemec is like physically gone, but he's still very much with him. And I think this manifest, I mean, this is what's going to push Cassian. Yeah. Towards. But the fact that he just dipped, I'm like, okay, so they got the money, Mm -hmm. whatever. Is Cassian now like, okay, I'm out. I did my job. I'm done. Like, you guys got your money. Have fun. I I was just a little confused. It felt a little like, okay, well, what just happened? He still needs time to really come and be a part, like, to be a part of the rebellion. <clears throat> He's not fully there yet. So it is just her with this money right now. Yeah, it's just her with the money. And she is a true believer. She like, is, which she I trust her. So I know that she'll get it to our Skarsgård guy. Yeah, and he'll get... distribute it as he knows how to do. Yeah, and I Probably think... to Mon Mothma, who's going to get it to the right people. I think we're we're going to move on. Because honestly, with everything that's been going on with the heist, I totally forgot about Cassian's sister. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I think the whole thing. The whole show started in that scene where he's looking for his sister. Yeah, and so I think what is going to happen is somehow we're all probably going to go back to that original planet that we were on. Oh, yeah. I think we're all going to end up... And he got paid. Yeah, and we're all going to end up converging on that planet. But I think until we really get more information about his sister, I don't think he's fully going to be a part of the rebellion until he I think that's what I was also confused about, because when he was pointing the gun at her, he wanted money and he wanted I was like, his cut okay the, I was like is payment... he now being as shady as Skeen was like no he's only right taking the payment that he was promised I couldn't remember how much he was promised so I was yeah. like I don't remember exactly how much he was promised but he's only taking the payment that he was promised and using that to pay for the ship in the barn yes so like that's you know, like you take the rest I'm not that's he's what like, I, I did this is, what you needed me to do I'm out I did my job I'm taking my payment that's it. Got rid of your problem. That guy sucks. Yeah. Uh, that guy was a douche. Also, he did not have a brother. Lies. You remember that? 
He literally said, like, Skin literally. I was just so overwhelmed with what he was saying, what happened in the moment. I was just like, what? So when he starts, when he starts talking to Cassian about uh, taking the money, Cassian's like, well, what about your brother? I don't have a brother. It was a fucking lie. Yeah. Like, he's in it for himself. Yeah. Yeah. I think he said like 35 something. So I was like, oh, is that what Skarsgård's character? That's just what I'm going to call him. That he agreed to pay him. That must have been yeah. his cut. Because I remember him saying that. And I was like, Yeah. Huh. I, like, Cassian Andor is an honest thief. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? The guy who is we... the doctor, is he the same species as our woman from Last Jedi? Uh, the... Maz Kanata? No. I, don't, I think those, he's... I, that it's thing. the same type of goggles. I don't believe he's the same species as well, her. Because he has like four arms. He has four arms. He also mm-hmm. has the cybernetic on the back of his head like uh, Lobot, the um, Lando's BFF from oh, Cloud City. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know what... I think he's a okay. new species that was created to I just saw the goggles in that setting and the yeah. eyes and the ears and everything. And I was like, huh, that looks like... Yeah. Um, oh, we did get one other thing that I thought was like... Not one of them. We got a lot of things in this episode. But one of the things that I thought was super interesting was at the end when we're in Luthen's shop and he's talking about the Deveronian necklace, this language has been lost to time. But we kind of see a little bit of Luthen's motivations for doing Mm -hmm. this. Because what the Empire is doing is kind of, they're doing this kind of cultural erasure. And making everyone one thing and kind of getting rid of these practices. We see it on... um, the planet. I already said the name of the planet earlier in the episode, and I totally forgot what it is already. Uh, the planet with the with the with the pretty butthole, um, right. with the butthole sky. Um, but we see them with the pilgrimage mm. of the of the people. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and we see the empire. Our talk- hippies, yeah, our little witches. That it started off as like fifteen hundred pilgrims, yeah. and the way that the empire has kind of dwindled their numbers is by setting up things like different things kind of like this kind of almost capitalistic what he was literally his speech he was giving to everyone before they went out there Mm -hmm. he was like it's he was like how many did it start with and he said like 500 something like 1500 and we're down to 60 60 so we're taking fuck them and he's like laughing about that oppression he's like yeah ha look at us like like, look at what we've done we're doing so we're doing so good and whereas they could have use those resources and stuff to set up camps along the way to help them propel them forward and keep going. Oh, yes, because they totally wanted to do it. They wanted to Ugh. stop them from coming. Exactly. They want to, I know. to diminish like, these people. You. It just, like, made me yeah. hate them even more. Yeah, and you're supposed to. It's just, like, white supremacy. Make it stop. We hate it. You're absolutely supposed to. I mean, yeah, I just, I love what we're seeing with with all of this shit with the empire we're seeing these gray areas yeah we're gonna get fucking into it isb is gonna be on cassian's tail next episode we sit with all the isb agents at the end like nobody's going home like call your babysitters they're working overtime i want plans on my desk by midnight yeah like this is all hands on deck for the empire now this is gonna be so risky for scars guard and mom mothma because Mm -hmm. In order for them to get this money, like, think about how heightened of senses the Empire now is going to be on looking at who is about to pick up a ton of, where is this money going? Yeah. Who just stole this? Where is it going? Like, talk about, they're going to have to lie low for a minute because Mm -hmm. they're watching everyone. Mama was already being watched. But there are a couple 
players that could. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will. I don't think it's players that we'll see in this series, but there are players that could be mentioned in Ooh. this game that are like they're they're pieces on the board that are in play right now. <laughs> because right in one of the big players in the early rebellion is Ahsoka Tano. <gasps> She does a lot of of communication stuff at the in the early rebellion as the fulcrum agent. You so, did mention that. I remember you calling her that, or someone called her that. I think. Yeah, uh, I think, was it one of the hinge conversations I screenshot and sent you where a guy called her by that name, and I was like, Maggie, who the fuck is he talking about? And she's like, Oh yeah, that was a sucker. Yeah, we like, also talked about. Um, her as fulcrum on the show once I realized that a fulcrum was a balancing point because I forgot that fulcrum was a real word. Right. Um, That's so funny. Okay, I'm really, I'm really going to be interested to see if we hear the, if we hear fulcrum in this series because mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see her no. in this series. I, I absolutely, I would if be, anyone I would be, make a cameo be her. She loves doing it. I'd be very, very surprised to okay. see Ahsoka Tano in this series, but I would not be surprised to hear something with a fulcrum agent and even if it's and even if we hear a fulcrum like we hear a fulcrum like report thing it won't be Ahsoka Tano's voice because the you voice don't think it, it'll be Rosario the, Dawson? the voice is modified every time in the beginning mm. when she speaks as, as fulcrum and then when fulcrum switches over to um another oh my god why am I blanking on people's names you're pulling at me dude you good yeah. no um <laughs> No, you don't know him. Um, My man, Kanan. Shut up. (laughs) You're not helping. Uh, And when we see Agent Callus take over as Fulcrum, when the Fulcrum messages are coming through, the voice is distorted. So even if we do get a Fulcrum transmission, at this time period, it's Ahsoka Tano. Okay. But the voice will not be Ahsoka Tano. It won't be Rosario Dawson's voice. I no. see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. I don't know if potentially there could be other fulcrum agents at this point in the... I don't think so. Maybe it's just her. Well, yeah, we'll this see. time it would just be... Yeah, this time I believe it's just her. Okay. Well, we'll have to see. That'll be very fun yeah. and interesting to look out for. Yeah, so um, that's what I'm keeping my eye out for, but not yeah. getting my hopes up too much. I'm on to... Uh, I can't talk. I'm also interested to see where this season goes. Yeah. Because that, I really thought for a minute they might try to drag it out and that would be our finale. Mm-hmm. Seeing this run happen in the finale or oh, even the we penultimate. Still, we, 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 we still have so many storylines to wrap yeah. up. We have Cassian's sister. We have um, his lady friend from the planet mm. that he was on. We have the storyline with his, with his adoptive mother. Yes. We have... I mean, we still have Bail Organa that we need to be that we're gonna pull into this. We still have we Saw better. We still have Saw Guerrera, who we, who we are going to be seeing in this series that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So those are the um, next pieces that I'm I'm really curious to see so how basically we're just tied. putting together a puzzle of mm-hmm. how the rebellion comes to be. And this is the first big hit. Yeah. And so like I'm, I'm really I'm so done, fucking guys. excited. Proud of you. Yes. Successfully did it. Yay. Yes. Two casualties. Uh, one we mourn. One we're like, hmm, so be it. No, three casualties. The lieutenant. <gasps> oh, he did die, didn't yeah. he? I do like, I, I did see a couple people point out that, you know, like him running out the way he did mm-hmm. made no sense. But honestly, in moments like that, 
people make mistakes. And I, yeah. I like that we have things like that of like, why would he run out like that? But what do you do in I that situation? Also, with where he was at and his mindset and mm-hmm. everything and how he was just so done and he was like, fuck this, I'm doing yeah. everything I can for the rebellion. To me, it almost might have been a sacrificial thing. Yeah. To me, it almost might have been like, I'm going to go down so they can get out. Yeah. I mean, it was. He's like, my yeah. job is done. Because his main job was the inside mm-hmm. to get to the money. Yeah. His main job was to get to the money and get that money out. And they were pretty much done with that mission. So he's like, I did all I can do. Yeah, I thought I thought that was an interesting way for him to go out. And I'm not mad about it no. at all. I, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about how um the commandant died. Him having a heart attack. Yeah. In that oh moment. First off, that spares our heroes from having to be the bad guy Another in that casualty. moment. Another casualty, yeah. Spares them from that. But also, it's this guy who, he's been on this planet for a while. He's become very inactive. He's... Obviously, like, he's not healthy. His clothes are no longer fitting him. Yeah, he has a fucking heart attack. He's in a very he stressful very situation. Guy. I absolutely love when they when they come in. Uh, this is an inspection. Everybody line up. Yeah. Guns are pulled. This is not an inspection. It's a robbery. I love that he just yells that. <laughs> I told you everyone's yelling at everyone. I love way they're just like, this it. is what's happening. Everyone's yelling. She's like, move. Let's go. You guys are being so slow. Like, for fuck's sake. Everyone's just like, yelling at everyone. It was oh, like. 10 out of Chaos. 10 for me. I love it. I love it. I love a plan that just barely works. Barely works. What do we, well, I mean, you said it best. We are having a feral go fall. We are waking yeah. up and choosing chaos and violence. Yes. Um, And they really delivered. Yeah. So <laughs> they said, I'm, all right, bet. <laughs> I'm very, very curious to see next episode. I feel like we're going to see Cassian really get into Nemec's manifesto. Yes. And I feel like we're really going to start to see that affecting him. And I'm, yeah. I'm very interested to see how that. I think you're right. That's going to have to be his moral compass mm-hmm. to get to where we meet him in Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Nemec and is, even to Nemec make the decisions to... he makes in Rogue yeah. One. Nemec really seems to have affected Cassian. And oh, yeah. I think we're going to Let's... see that throughout. Our little hipster bestie. He's little on that. Dude. He's on that D train up in the sky. Oh, poor guy. Anyway. So, so um, can't wait for next week. It's going to be yeah. great. I hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what yeah. happens on the show. Um, tune in, keep up with us guys. Uh, I hope, I hope you're liking this week to week discussion on the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I certainly n- love it. I know this is super fun. And I, it gives you a break. I have not had to write a single note. In for like weeks. weeks. It's wonderful. I love yes. it. I love that this series is 12 episodes long. Like, it's just geeking out about every episode every week. Okay, it's brilliant. Uh, Yay. On that note, guys, I have nothing left to say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good talk. All right. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> have a great week, everyone. We I love you so much. Week. We'll talk to you next love week. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.